Hello, and welcome to Dream Possible, where you're going to hear compelling stories of people who have pursued their dreams against all odds and reasons and made them possible. What can we learn from their journey? Well, that's why we're here to find out. Hi, I'm Maria Retan, and I had a dream once to become a news executive at a major market check. Then I had a dream to establish my own communications consultancy. That's when Top Sales Strategies was born. And then I had a dream of creating a way to help journalists make a career change. And that became Jump Team Coaching. Dreams can change as you change. So what's your dream? Think about that as I speak with today's guest, Jacqueline Gomez, founder and CEO of Wellium. Welcome, Jacqueline, to Dream Possible. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to be here and, and, and speaking with you today. Yeah, well, I'm excited to know more about Wellium and how it came to be. So for all the people out there who haven't heard of Wellium, and they may not have because it's brand new, tell us all about it. We are essentially bringing Eastern medicine to the modern Western world. So it's a foreign concept to most Westerners, and, and frankly, it suffers from bad marketing in the West. And so I think it's led to a lower adoption rate. And the reality is, as times change and people shift, they start to look for options for preventative health care and comprehensive health care. And they think of this as like modern healthcare when really it's it's quite ancient. Um, <laughs> it's Eastern medicine. And so we're trying to distill down the, the world of Eastern medicine in a way that's easy to understand for Westerners. Well, congratulations. It's about darn time. Um, and uh, we're gonna get into the ins and outs of all of that and how do, how do you do that? But I wanna back it way up and just ask you, you know, have you always been wellness minded? Did you always think that you were going to launch a startup called Wellium? Like, how did you end up going into the wellness industry? You know, truth be told, um, I was sort of a very nerdy child and was always health inclined. Um, and I thought I wanted to be a doctor when I was young. And um, I graduated high school early and had my my eyes set on on med school. And my last year in undergrad, I uh, found out I was pregnant and decided very quickly that motherly instincts kicked in and that going to med school was no longer my dream. And it just changed very quickly in an instant without getting <laughs> thought. And, um, and so I, I switched into business school and coincidentally ended up spending much of my career building um, healthcare oriented businesses. So I actually got the best of both worlds and um, get, get to do, do both simultaneously. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. So yeah, you took your love of medicine and, and, and then of course your expertise in business and married them together and there you go. So William, how did that germinate? Like, where did that come from? You know, I had run several other healthcare companies and had really gotten a full understanding of what it was like. And I think it gave me a good background to understand all the aspects of, of medicine and preventative care. Um, and, and, and some businesses I had run were on the, the alt medicine space. And um, it was really helpful for me to, to dive deep into those. But it's when it infected me personally was when I really had the aha moment that this is something that needed to be changed. I've always been a yogi and a, a whole health wellness advocate. I try to eat well. Um, all of those things are evident in my, in my daily life. But when one of my children became ill and I started looking for alternative 
solutions, the options I was given, even in New York City, which is supposed to be pretty progressive, was here's some steroids. Uh, if those don't work, here's some more steroids. And I thought, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure there has to be some some other options before and maybe after steroids that that might work well. And what I found was when I started to look deeply and identify avenues that would work for my child, there was a ton of, of information that was actionable and insightful that was incredibly helpful at me building a plan that worked for her. And I found myself sitting in waiting rooms looking at other parents with, you know, eight, nine, 10 year old children with Crohn's disease thinking, I want to tell them <laughs> because they should know this. Um, and then, you know, throughout my life, people have always come to me for advice. And it just became evident that in in almost everyone's life, they are personally touched or they know someone who has something that is problematic to them on a day-to-day basis where Eastern medicine could be really helpful. So as you were doing your own investigative work, really, I mean, were you finding yourself kind of alone out there or were you seeing that others were on their same that same journey of trying to find alternative answers, but maybe there wasn't a place for you to come together? It's really piecemeal. So what you find is it's a super fragmented industry. And it's one of the best things about Eastern medicine and and one of the most complex things is because it isn't a one size fits all solution. And it's not vertically integrated to the point where somebody in, in Western medicine is a an expert in Crohn's or an expert in IBS, and and they deal very specifically in one area. But Eastern medicine doesn't think about the symptoms, they think about the person. And so when you're looking for solutions, it's not, especially in the case of my daughter, um, Crohn's is really problematic for people with high stress levels. So while she could certainly take something to deal with the symptomatic issue she was having, really the better advice for her was to, to not stress, um, which is how do you do that with a nine-year-old, you know? And so um, there were a lot of pieces of information available. A lot of it was difficult to decipher. Medical research is, is, is hard to understand for most people. Um, and so I found myself pulling together these disparate resources to, to pull together a plan that made sense for her. Wow. So you found a a new plan. You created your own new plan with a heavy dose of Eastern medicine in it, it sounds like, right? Uh, Or was it just the philosophy that you adopted? It's it's truly a combo. I mean, my kids would probably call me a hippie. They don't realize that they too are hippies. Um, You know, it's all. (laughs) And that it's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I used to take offense to it and now I'm a little bit proud of it. Uh, (laughs) But the reality is, is that we have brilliant things in Western medicine that help to guide us. So we have these diagnostic level tests, even things like as simple as metabolic tests and you know, a CBC can give you so much information. But the reality is, is pulling those two things together with Eastern medicine and a full comprehensive look at your particular life is super helpful. So even with Wellium, the thing that we try to tell people is we're anti-should. We, we're not telling you what you should do. Frankly, what we're doing is giving you a breadth of options so that you can look at yourself and your life and what you're doing elsewhere and what medications you're taking and, and what's important to you and what's problematic for you so you can pull together a plan that works for you. So you had this idea then, right, at born from this challenge of finding a care plan that worked for your daughter of, wait a minute, I can, I can create something for people just like me that's going to make their path 
easier. Was that kind of the genesis then? You know, it's 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 very serendipitous, actually. I um I had worked growing other companies in the healthcare space, and somebody had come to me, an investor, that said, you know, we really want to buy something in Eastern medicine, but we can't we can't find anything to buy. We think this is a great space. Um, and several people that were involved with the desire to do this had personal stories themselves. One had had serious issues with eczema, not the kind that's like, oh, I have a little rash, like the, the debilitating kind of eczema that had seen um, significant relief with Eastern medicine. And so we sort of came together and it was this perfect melding of, um, of folks who really, really wanted to make a difference and do something um, that we felt good about. So it, it worked out, it was, it was a good business. We were all really invested in it, both personally and professionally. So that's sort of the genesis of William. Wow, that's great. So let's talk about, um, you created it. Now you have to get people in the tent, right? So what challenges, have you been encountering? I always am curious about people's challenges because I think through challenge we learn and through learn we can optimize, right? And we can get better. So I don't ever see them as bad things necessarily, but I think that they're really great learning opportunities. So what challenges did you encounter? And and I have to think that skepticism around just the efficacy of Eastern medicine has to be one of them, right? And then related to Eastern medicine and the application to children. I wonder if that is also something that you rubbed up against. You know, we had an interesting evolution. So we decided that this is something that we wanted to do early last year. And we started to pull together the pieces for that. And we knew that the primary component for that was going to be education. And so what we decided was that content was going to be our, our number one goal on the onset. We wanted to pull together all the information in a way that Westerners could understand. Gave you a rundown of herbs. What do these herbs do? What should I take them with? What Western medicine should I take them with? You know, How do I think about sleep? Well, how does meditation play a role in it? And so we wanted to tackle that first and foremost. And we thought, let's do that. And, we will, and then we'll focus on the rest. And then COVID hit. And we were not in a place where we, uh, you know, in our hearts thought we were going to launch, you know, much, much later on. And I, we almost had the struggle of conscience because we had all of this information we were sort of sitting on about immunity and, you know, stress relievers from a natural perspective. And we, we sort of felt compelled and a duty to, to launch more quickly than we thought to give people the information that was so needed at the time. Um, so we launched very quickly and we thought this is actually quite, it worked out quite well because now we can get a good idea of what people are needing at this time and, and what's important to them and what's valuable to them. Um, and, and the good thing about COVID is that there were a lot of people searching for things outside of their realm of, of comfortable. Um, they, they tend to go to Target and pick up what's on the shelf and they're like, oh, I'll try that. It's not, it's not a giant step out of their comfort level. But as this became very real and people became um, concerned for their health and well-being and the, and the health and well-being around them, they started to search for other options. And they started like, oh, what's this turkey tail mushroom I keep hearing of? <laughs> what's this other mushroom I can't pronounce? Um, and so it was met more with inquisitiveness than skepticism. I will say though that the political climate, which has its ebbs and flows with the, the Eastern part of the world plays an interesting role mm -hmm. where um, sometimes you're like, oh, I, I 
didn't even think of it that way. Um, and so you have to sort of navigate those, those effects of the political and um, climate in, into your business. But for the most part, what we find is an extreme amount of interest that no one's tapping into, um, which is nice because we get to be the only source for it so far. And it is kind of crazy to me that no one has tapped into this. I mean, we're supposed to be a sophisticated country now. We won't go there. That's down the rabbit hole because there's we aren't, but but we're considered to be right. So the fact that you're among the first to do this is pretty astonishing to me. Was it astonishing to you at all? You know, like I said, I've, I've always been a little bit of a hippie. And so you think, oh, everyone knows these things. And um, it was really interesting to me. Dr Dramamine just came out with a new product that's like their their natural Dramamine. And it's ginger. It's Of it's, course it is. You know, they're like, oh, okay. Well, see, everyone knows it, even Dramamine. But, um, but for some reason, Americans are more equipped to, to take and believe in it a Dramamine when it sounds like a medicine versus ginger. They're like, oh yeah, sure. But um, but now the times are changing and people are really starting to shift and they're also more aware of, of what they're consuming, what they're putting on their bodies and in their bodies. That's so true. Absolutely true. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to do a flashback to Costa Rica because you have a, an interesting little story related to an encounter in Costa Rica that I think people will be very intrigued by. So everybody stick around. We're going to come back with Jacqueline after the break. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Dream Possible. I'm chatting today with Jacqueline Gomez, founder and CEO of Wellium, um, very focused on Eastern medicine and not only bringing Eastern medicine into more, I say, the mainstream, but really educating us consumers here in the West on what it means and how it can apply to our health and wellness. And um, when I was reading up on Jacqueline, um, I saw that there was a, an encounter in Costa Rica that I don't have the full story, but it was intriguing. So I, I want to know more. Tell me about this. Was it a seed collector? What, what was the deal? 
Well, I cannot believe that they told you this. Uh, this is like one of those things I said in passing and I'm in the midst of a conversation. <laughs> These are the best kinds of stories, though. The thing is, is when you are a curious person, you find yourself in curious situations. <laughs> and it makes for meeting really cool people. And so I had been down in the southern part of Costa Rica and... Um, had planned to do this this thing with my children where I taught them to make chocolate with you know cacao and all oh, the whole process and the whole thing got rained out it was a mess and we were down and and I randomly by chance met this woman who said uh oh I you know I have a I have a plantation an old cacao plantation um just down the street would you like to come and you can I'm happy to take your children through that I was like yes this is amazing this is way better um than some you know tourist trap uh, that sometimes we find ourselves in. And the woman was so interesting. She and her husband both had backgrounds um, in biology and botany. And um, they had taken over this parcel of land that was abandoned previously. Jamaicans at one point had taken over parts of Costa Rica on the coast. Um, and done cacao plantations, but then when Jamaica got back to normal, they all left. Um, so there is a super fertile land, and essentially this couple had smuggled seeds from all over the world and <laughs> built this magnificent jungle forest garden with things from all over the world. I've never seen anything like it, and I was a kid in a candy store, and you know, you walking around eating this and smelling this, and it was just the best of all the worlds in one place that. Um, was was joyful for a, a little bit of a nerd like myself. So, was that this was all before William became a thing, right? So, <laughs> do you feel like it was kind of uh, leading you to further entrench into this holistic uh, plant based approach? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's it's one of these things where we know what we know. Um, but we don't necessarily know what we don't know. And um, looking back on it now, that was just before we decided to do Wellium. And I had been sitting there thinking about how we consume all these things in Western medicine that are medicines, you know, and um, we do it so freely that we trust whomever it is. But why don't we feel the same way about this plant that we can consume that does the same thing, but it's not a medicine per se. Um, and so I had just been going through this just personal exploration of, of what's actually helpful and healthy in life. And so when, when we started thinking about Wellium, I pulled from all of those experiences, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an explorer at heart and a little bit of a gypsy soul. And I'm a, you know, from the South. So we talk to people and, you know, <laughs> yes. I have people along the way that have really helped to influence my, my journey and, and bring Wellium to where it is today. Talk a little bit about that gut feeling, that intuition, and how important that is in business. I, I was just recently reading that um, people think a lot about gut intuition, and they they sort of discount it as some metaphysical thing that, that that persists past time and reason and so forth. But in reality, our brains are much smarter than we give them credit for. They compound a ton of information to decipher it and, and figure out what's important very quickly. So they're taking our experiences, our intellect, you know, things we've read, and uh, making decisions off that quite quickly. And I think, especially for me, who uh, is a person who thinks 
too much often and whose brain works probably over time, that gut instinct is imperative. Um, the longer that I'm alive on this earth, the more that I have information to draw from and the more that I'm able to, to lean on that gut intuition. And I think at this point in life, you've learned so much that you start to depend on it more than you, when you're younger, you sort of think, ah, oh, like maybe I'm being judgmental. And when you get older and you're, you're introspective, you've already realized where you're judgmental. Um, and so it becomes really important to follow your gut and your instincts and both on business and the people that work in those businesses. We spend a lot of time working. Um, and you want to enjoy that time, frankly, especially when you're doing a project like this, which is so entrenched in who I am as a human. So um, following that gut instinct is, is is really important. I think it's uh, the way you described it, I think is important because it's really an informed gut. You're not just going with a half cocked idea, right? Like it, it comes from years of wisdom and mistakes and learning and that gut is now finely tuned right so it's not just um it, it's it's not uh, a risk that you're taking really it's just really all of it i think coming together and working really well to help you make good decisions um so william was a dream that maybe you didn't realize was a dream until the opportunity uh kind of presented itself and now you're you've you decided to launch that dream in the mid of pandemic, which wasn't necessarily your first uh, <laughs> thing that you wanted to do, but it seems like that's worked out well for you. So as you grow your business, you know, where do you want to take it? Where do you think it can go? What's the next dream stage? So when I was a kid, my mom used to say to me, um, you know, the problem with your goal setting is that you've already set another goal when you know you're going to get to the to the goal you previously set, even if even if I haven't quite gotten there yet. She's like, you know, you're going to get there. She said, you have to take some time to smell the roses. I still uh, have an issue with that, mom. Sorry. <laughs> um, where I hear your words. I'm working on it. But um, I think the thing is, is that we're starting to see all the signs that the West is is moving toward this comprehensive healthcare system. We have 60% of people with chronic health conditions, which you know is, is a lot, it's more than the majority. I think the studies range between 40 and 60%, but um, it's going to become less of a choice and more of a, of a need. And I think that um, as we move towards that in the society, the world is our oyster. First and foremost, our primary concern is giving valid information um and and really that was the biggest conundrum when we were switch, switching to product is that we thought um we had so much interest people were coming to us and reading the content then saying well where can i get a product for this and we couldn't find somebody that in our own good conscience that we could direct them to because we couldn't stand behind the quality of the product and so um the natural next selection for us was was to move into product and so um that's what we did and we wanted to do it in a way that we would feel proud of and so we grow everything we can in california whatever the climate uh and the season allows we grow in california and um, we basically, we oversee the entire process. It completely integrated from manufacturing and bottling in, in California so that it's something that we can stand behind. And I think that's a big gap in the market right now, particularly the last couple of years, there's been a lot of questions 
questions about what's in this that I'm eating and what's in this that I'm drinking and putting on my skin. And so people are starting to pay attention. And when they start to actually read the labels or ask those questions, they're going to have a rude awakening. Um, and so essentially what we've done is we've hold, held ourselves to a standard that exceeds FDA and, and EU regulations because we know it's going to get there. And we think that that extra investment is going to be um, what helps our people feel trusted and like they can, they can believe in this and they can take it and they'll feel better about their life and their decision. And we want it to just be the window into the world um, because we think that it's a great big world. And, and if we can just get them to start making smart decisions to improve their health, that it gets easier to make the big decisions. And we want to be there along the way for all of those. So it sounds like you have a series of successes that you've been celebrating, right? You launched the business, it's doing well, now you've moved into products and, you know, are there other, other successes that you're, you're taking a moment to, to, you know, smell the roses and celebrate a little bit? You know, COVID sort of forces you to, to smell the roses. I, <laughs> I live in New York City. I have three children. Um, common core math let me just tell you oh, to, um i'm like can't we just do long division <laughs> so honestly my world right now has come to a point where i'm i'm celebrating just learning enough common core so i can teach my children how to learn common core um but it's, Huge it's success really, it's just little windows um into into life into light and the things even i was walking my children to to school the other day and it was the first somewhat warm and you know you've been um trained well by new york city when it's like 40 and you're like oh it's beautiful ass <laughs> so walking and this the snow is melting and the it's it's dropping these driplets that are glistening in the sun and my children are like oh it's beautiful so the reality is 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 we're just trying to take the time right now to be aware uh i mean frankly there were a lot of people in new york city who were hit super hard and who had a tough tough year and when you see that day in and day out on, on every street corner and, and from people that you know, it makes it a lot easier to be incredibly thankful and to celebrate, you know, 40 degrees and a, a pretty glistening, melting snow. <laughs> no, that wise words, right? We have to celebrate every moment that we can. And, and COVID has definitely, if we weren't grateful before, we're grateful now, right? So, um, so people who are listening today, they're thinking, I need to get my hands on some of those products and I need to get more educated about what I can do uh, to take control of my own health in a way that's holistic and good for me. So where can they go to learn more about Wellium and what you're doing with Eastern Medicine and, and maybe sample some product? The, the best starting place is our website, wellium.com, W-E-L-L-E-U-M.com. Uh, we're on available all the major channels. So all the social media platforms, you can find us there. Um, we produce a lot of content, so videos and blogs and so forth. Essentially, if you have a question, we, we probably have the answer. So feel free to, to reach out to us, um, email as well. Uh, we're, we're here. Whatever you yeah. need. We have text, believe it or not. We have text, uh, text. So you can text us. We're wow. That. See, We're Jacqueline is available to you 24 <laughs> seven. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> text her anytime. <laughs> well, I, I just want to say a uh, big congrats to you on achieving uh, this dream of launching Wellium and excited to see where it goes. 
and may us may we all uh, be more educated about what we can do to take control of our health and not just be subservient to whatever we're told to do. There are other alternatives out there. And thank you for putting a spotlight on that. Thank you very much. And I hope everyone has an amazing day. Yeah, thank you, Jacqueline. So everyone, remember, go to wellium.com, W-E-L-L-E-U-M.com. Learn more about what Jacqueline and her partners are doing there at Wellium and check out some of those products. Thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. And thank you for joining me today. Until next time, keep running after your dreams. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.